Good morning, Jason. How are you doing today? I'm so good, Arrow. How are you doing? Fantastic. And I'll tell you why that I'm, I'm, I'm upbeat, because I'm very excited about, about Greece, Rise of the Pink Ladies, because this has been a part of my entire life. I can take you all the way back to Rimrock Mall when this brand new movie was coming out with John Travolta in it. And now look at where it's grown. Yeah, absolutely. It was a big part of my life too. My mom is just, is a, such a big fan of the movie, so it was it was kind of mandatory watching for me growing up. And my sister, my oldest sister, is a choreographer, theater director as well for community theater stuff, and she directed me in a class of Greece where I played uh, where I played Danny Zuko, oh. and I had to wear her leather jacket because I forgot my own at home, so it was tiny <laughs> on me, and I looked like a fool, but I played the part. <laughs> For it to be a series, this is in touch with modern-day viewing. I love the idea that it's going to be a series. Yeah. It's, it's 10 episodes. They're all an hour long. There's 30 original songs. There's one cover. There's a lot of content there. Now, let me ask you a question here, okay, Jason, because I'll tell you, I'm a binge watcher. Do I get all 10 of them in a row or do I get to wait? Mm, this is tough news for all the binge watchers out there. It's two <laughs> first week and then it's one a week from there. <laughs> no, I, I'm being re- retrained by that. And, and I, I kind of like that because it gives me the opportunity to digest what I just saw. And if you're going to put that kind of energy into Grease Rise of the Pink Ladies on Paramount Plus, I want to be able to say, hey, did you guys watch? Did you see? And it creates water cooler conversation everywhere. Yeah, absolutely. I, I think there's. There's so many Easter eggs throughout. I also think there's something to the building excitement every week. You know, I think we saw that with The Last of Us just now where it was like, did you did you see the last episode? What would you think? Oh, no, I was so sad because, you know, yada, yada, yada. I won't spoil anything, but I think there's an energy to a, an episode a week that that adds to the culture of it. Who is Justin Trantner and why should we be in love with him? Justin Tranter is the songwriter of the music for Grease Rise of the Pink Ladies. Also, you'd recognize their music. Ariana Grande, Justin Bieber, Kick by the Ocean, all these incredible songs that you have all definitely heard of Justin Tranter has written. Wow. You know, it's, we, we were talking earlier here in class about the about the importance of Greece and, and the importance of the continuity of, of this particular program, Greece Rise of the Pink Ladies. And that is, is that 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 it's more than just generations. These are legions of true fans and you cannot interrupt their love for for Greece. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we've already felt that in the short time doing doing press and stuff like that everyone is such a big fan of Greece and 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 we really just hope to do it proud I think we did our best and I think we did um but we hope that the people in the masses and the fans agree with us well and you know you know with with people with the Broadway series and things they're going to want to you know to have you know this go to their stage as well so I mean I hope the writers are saying okay we've got to figure out how to turn 10 little episodes into one gigantic production on stage <laughs> ten hours, ten hour long musical. That oh was, my god! Oh my god! <laughs> that would be awesome. It, it'd be like going to a big yeah. concert. <laughs> yes, absolutely. There's like breaks. There's like twelve intermissions. <laughs> <laughs> But what is it like for you personally? Because I mean, I mean, come on, to be in Greece, to be a part of that legacy. What are what's moving through you? There's something uh, I got chills, and they're multiplying. 
<laughs> no. uh, there's something uh, that that really hasn't set in for me yet. It's it's surreal, and it's so special to be a part of a universe. You know, this this culture, this universe, this fan base. I don't think it's really set in for me yet. I don't know if it will or when it will, but um, it's just special. Jason, how big was the fear taking on Greece? I mean, this is a this is an icon. This isn't a movie. This is a lifestyle. This is a culture. I mean, this has been oh, yeah. a staple of American history. Wow, since before I can remember. Uh, I mean, this was had to be a monumental task. Yeah, it, it, it's definitely a daunting task. Before we got to Vancouver, where we sh- where we filmed the show. Um, there's this pressure that you feel, but as soon as I got on set and I, and I got to talk to the showrunner Annabelle and, and got to watch some of the choreography and listen to uh, some of the demos of the music, it was very clear we were in, we're in good hands. These people love Greece and they love Greece Rise of the Pink Ladies and they have this, this passion for it and this fire for it. And I just felt so safe and taken care of. Um, and reading the scripts, you see the wonderful complexity that they created each character with. And it, it was hard to feel scared at that point, you know? How, how fun was casting for this? Because I can only imagine trying to find the right people to put in each role had to be also a lot of pressure, but it had to be a lot of fun. And especially having your mind's eye come together to put the right people in the right places. How fun was the casting for this? Oh, oh, it was so fun. And and the thing about our cast is that it's a bunch of new, fresh faces. Mm -hmm. Most of us have um, have never done anything that big before. And so this is our this is our big thing. And uh, so that's the fun with the cast. You're going to get to meet all these new incredible, by the way, incredible actors. Do you think that having new faces is going to be the twist or the turn that maybe puts, let's just call it for uh, lack of a better term, new Greece, maybe not better than old Greece, but maybe brings in a new demographic or an audience? Because so many of our young folks are not even familiar with Greece. They know what it is, but they don't really know what it is. Yeah, I think I think having it be this musical series with original music and the fresh faces and just the style of it, it, it sits in this Greece style, but it also adds in some of the modern energy. And so I think there will be a lot for new, new fresh faces to enjoy in it as well. I'm going to be studying your character big time. And the reason why is because Buddy it kind of reminds me of, of Brett Fry at, at Billing Senior High School, that he was the golden boy, the quarterback of the team. But as an adult, I look back now wondering you know, if he had struggles. And I'm, and I'm wondering, uh, Jason, if, you're, if your character will be that real as well to where we will see uh, the challenges in your own personal life. Yeah, similarly with how I felt taken care of with the show, reading reading Buddy's parts, I, I was just so excited. He has this amazing arc, and yeah, it's so easy to take a character like that and make them this two-dimensional version of what everybody thought they were, that, that popular jock who got everything he wanted. Yeah. But then you look in their lives and you see all, all the things that they were dealing with and all the things that they were hiding, and the struggles of being the person that everybody wants you to be and 
yeah, you get a journey with Buddy. I think I think you'll be satisfied in, in the complexity there. The listeners need to understand this is a prequel. And now I, I sit here and I, I, I worry for you guys on, on the set of Rise of the Pink Ladies only because a prequel means you've got to pay attention to where that story actually grew. And, and, and you're going to have to you're going to have to remain true. So it's almost like you're you're the you're the next Star Trek or Star Wars feature. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I think it's, it's the, there's nerves with it, but I think there's also an excited focus with it. You know, we have this job to do and we have this, this story, this iconic classic to pay homage to. And so we're all up for the challenge. So with all the hard work, when do you actually get to sit back and rest? When is it that you actually get to enjoy your work? (laughs) Um, I guess, I don't know. I don't know. I guess around about now when the show starts coming out and I'm doing all this press stuff, but that's, that's fun. And I get to see the world react to it and however they do, it was, it's still this wonderful thing I made that I'm excited about and that I'm proud of and, and sharing with that, that with the world is, you, well, I don't know how it's going to be yet, but it'll be fun. That'll be for sure. You, you talk about, about you know, with, with all the press stuff, which is, uh, to me, is the most exciting part of, of, of doing the movies because you're out there selling it, shaking hands, kissing babies. But one of the things that you've always brought uh, I- into the conversation is that your, your compassion and, and your connection to mental health. And, and I, I want to give you that platform here as well, is that because we need people like yourself to lead us in the way of accepting as well as, as being brave enough to be open to, to share about mental health issues. Yeah, of course. I, th- I think it's just being conscious of, of the world around you, of the people around you. People are going through things that you never understand. And so maybe this one person says this offhand comment here or there that, that makes you feel some type of way. But you never know what they're going through in their own life. I, I grew up with, with a best friend who, who struggled with some mental health issues. Um, and that was really eye-opening to me. We were very young when he started going through that. And I got to watch as he didn't get the help or the mm-hmm. the time of day that he deserved. A lot of people turned away from him for a lot of different reasons, um, but didn't give him the time and didn't fully understand him. So it's just my hope and my goal to help people to be more understanding and loving of, of people. Yeah, absolutely. Well, that's the human side of you. And, and that's to me is part of the reason why we go to your, your social media connections, because we want to have that relationship where, trust me, there was no way in heck that we were going to get to anywhere near Olivia Newton-John or John Travolta with social media back in the 1970s. And so this makes you very real and it makes us a stronger partner with being fans of, of the new episodes. Yeah, absolutely. I hope to, to continue to to flagship that that fight there did you in your own way and and when you found out that you were going to be a part of 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 greece rise of the pink ladies on paramount plus did you in your own way wonder are they going to put music in it because that was the first thing that i i when i when i heard about it i go is there going to be music in it there better be music in it yeah well i knew that i had to sing for my audition so i knew that there was going to be some type of of music in it i didn't know i didn't know how much though there's so much music uh, of it, and, and, and the quality is so good, and the quantity is so high. <laughs> all right, just between the two of us, okay, two creative people. Did you sing out of tune at all? Was it, was it kind of scary? Did you fall flat on something? I, I mean, I did a bunch of times. <laughs> <laughs> the beautiful part of the studio is that, that nobody will ever hear. <laughs> You're right about that, man. Post-production is the greatest thing, isn't it? <laughs> Absolutely. I made, I cracked probably a thousand times in that studio. 
<laughs> See, that's the human side of you. That's that's why we we've been following you. I mean, I mean you, you do so many things with stories that that we grew up reading in school, such as The Outsiders. What is that like? Yeah, I'm currently in it in, in La Jolla. We have a performance tonight even um, in La Jolla, San Diego. It's th- that one's crazy. I, I knew Greece from a young age, but I knew outsiders from an even younger age. My dad read it to me when I was a kid. And so these stories and these characters uh, have been with me and lived in my subconscious for for years and years now. And, and to get to tell an American classic like this nightly is is special. And the show has this this profound emotional impact on yep. people that's cool to see every night oh my god we're still carrying it forward dude and i and i, I read it back in in the 1970s and and to this day you'll see situations in society and go oh that's absolutely the outsiders right there i know there's so many stories i mean even greece in a way is, yes is, uh, is, has a lot of the energy of the outsiders as well i mean obviously very clearly there's the greasers and the socials but um past that the it's the kind of Romeo and Juliet energy as well. Interesting that you bring that up because I always thought as a kid that the Outsiders and Greece were the same story. And and, and now that you say oh. Romeo and Juliet, I totally see that as well. Yeah, yeah. It's it's the it's the two groups, the two groups that need somebody to come in between them and bring them together. Yeah. So many generations have wanted to have their own personal Rydale moment. When, you, with you in high school, did, did you have any of those moments where it was like, it was like, wow, I could live this every single day? Oh, yeah. Um, I played basketball for 10 years. I played in high school. And that's something that I really look back fondly on. My senior year, we had a wonderful coach, um, Austin Scott, who, who came on that year. And I don't get to play uh, competitively anymore. I play mm-hmm. all the time, pick up and stuff like that for fun. But the moments playing basketball are something that are exclusively high school memories for me that I'll that I'll never get to never get to live again. And so, yeah, there's the, those are the kind of the picture the picture moments. You know, we speak about those memories and you think about uh, some of the folks that are going to watch this are going to be 60, 70, 80 years old because this thing happened for them when they were young. Do you sit there and just kind of revel and think or, or maybe even begin to think about how this is going to rekindle memories and, and those Rydell moments and, and the things that happened to these folks in high school, man, 50, 60 years ago even? Yeah, I've thought about it a little bit because my mom and, and her best friends loved it so much. It was it was something they watched and rewatched, you know, the, the original Grease. And so she's super excited to get all our friends together to watch it. But I haven't thought about, like, in terms of going along and even today talking to people and hearing – that they know when they first saw the movie and what theater they saw it in. It's just this, it's a crazy experience and it's surreal. It really is. I have to continue to pinch, to pinch myself as I, as we go along this process and right before the world gets to see it all. Let's, let's talk about the set only because the, the historic Greece set was, was at the high school dance. And, and the thing is, is that we as viewers and fans didn't realize that it was always steamy hot in that gymnasium. Please tell me that you guys have air conditioning and the conditions are perfect. Oh, well, I feel like we might've had some stuff towards the other end. Actually, we were filming up in Vancouver and from January through August of last year. And so some 
told. So in the opening sequence, which is in the drive-in of the first episode, it was actually freezing. <laughs> not probably not freezing. <laughs> very cold. Those nights we were filming, so in between every shot, we would get a big cozy coat on because it was summer in, in Southern California. So the girls are in dresses and the guys are in t-shirts. You know, uh, that was kind of on our opposite end. We didn't have anything that was too hot. I don't think. Wow. We had some days that were cold, but never too hot. Wow. Well, congratulations on Greece, Rise of the Pink Ladies on Paramount+. Plus. I expect to talk to you many more times in the future because this is just the beginning, sir. Absolutely. Thank you so much, Arrow. Well, you be brilliant today, okay? I will try my best. <laughs> All right. <laughs>